Delta 911. Delta 911. <laughs> For when you need to be American so Island. high, you explode. <laughs> <laughs> For when you need your whole life to collapse. <laughs> Delta 911. Not just Tower 7. <laughs> Are we ready? Delta, yeah, fucking Delta, Delta 911. <laughs> it feels like a controlled demolition. <laughs> <laughs> How many milligrams does it take to melt steel beams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 500, it says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Highly Social. Welcome. It's Hi, I'm Mike Eaton. Uh, and today I'm joined by the SAS master, Darian Irwin. Wanted to put you back in front of the camera. Uh, it's just it's fun. Why is <clears throat> the picture square if the lens is round? No one will ever be able to that's explain a, that's that to a, me. That's a Stephen Wright joke. But uh, anyways. Sounds Stephen wrong. Oh, that's, no. <laughs> it's, uh, you don't like Stephen Wright? One of the he's, greatest ever. He's Stephen all right. But. Dude, dude, <laughs> shut up right now. He's Stephen Great. All right? <laughs> I love that. I can't believe you don't. I mean. I'm not familiar with enough of his work to say. We'll listen to something. Yeah, I yeah. got to do a serious. So we went to Rob's birthday party the other night at Robbie. his house. And me and Lewis, the bartender from Creek, <laughs> got into a thing. Because I just said, uh, George Carlin is not funny. <laughs> and Shawshank Redemption is a bad movie. Okay. And, no, and now this is getting interesting. That by every possible metric by which you would grade a film, the first Transformers movie is Stop. better than anything <laughs> made before 1980. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hate this guy. So I said all that to him. And he was like, <laughs> just having like a little bit of a stroke. Yeah. And I was like, also, the Beatles suck. <laughs> just, so you, just so you know that. Yeah. They are not good at music. Right. And it just, they had a culture wave. Right. So Rob's crying now. <laughs> no, no. Rob wasn't even a part of this. It's oh, just oh, okay. Luis. Uh, I think it's Luis. Luis. Who? The bartender with the ponytail and the glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I forget his name, too. But uh, muscular, kind of like in-shape guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool guy. Very cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Love talking. Like, he's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad that I'm fucking his name up. but I haven't talked to him very much, but every interaction I've had with him has always been like super chill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, And also, it's very difficult in those situations where there are people that are around comedy. They say my name every time I get on stage. Right. You get to hear my name a lot, so it's very easy to be like, ah, that's Mike. But then it's people that are just always in the background, you're like... Oh, dude! When people you again, when people are offended that you don't know them or you don't know their name or whatever, it's it boggles my like I'm that never makes me upset. It also doesn't make me upset unless we're like like if you were like who, (laughs) but also but but when you but but like people like it happened a few times last night like especially with with comics. Then maybe don't get booked as much. You know what I mean? Oh, bad ones. And then they or and, new ones. But then they'll just be like, "I've met you like four times." And you're like, "Okay, but I cool. don't remember you, so it's your fault for not being memorable." Why are you putting it on me right now? I'm also most people at this point know I, I'm very loud and whatever, and I say crazy shit. But most people know I'm actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. So it's so crazy for you to come up to me and then give me shit when I don't know your fucking name. Hmm. I was almost said his name. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But but it's just like <laughs> it's just like, dude, what do you do? Well, also, if you wanted me to like you, now I definitely don't. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. Oh man, it. Anyway, so I said all of those crazy things. But it's also sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. But it's just like I actually I mean to interrupt you. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. it's this like, is an accident happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do this anyways. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> what's really funny is now I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck yeah, dog. <laughs> no, but it's just like, it's like, it's also like, uh, I with stand-up, man, like, we meet, like, dude, we're not even famous yet. We oh. meet so many people. An insane amount of people. I can't, I can't, like, I will see, sometimes I'll see somebody and I'll go, I recognize them. I have no idea where I know them from. And then, and then it'll be a thing, like, if they come, they'll come talk to me. And then it's, or sometimes they'll come start talking to me and I have no, I don't even recognize them. I have no idea who they are or where they're from or whatever. Man, this is giving me such bad anxiety. But it's just like, <laughs> but it's like, but, but people, maybe it's just, people just don't understand. It's like, hey man, your life is different than mine. I meet uh, so many people. It's unfair kind of for you to expect that I'm going to file your shit away for a three second interaction we had six months ago at a show. Well, mm-hmm. for them, it was a big interaction. Right. They got to That's what I'm realizing. But also, they have to realize, hey, dude, I have 50 trillion of these interactions. Mm-hmm. It's, but you, you, I understand it was big for you at the time. But you can't, it would, like, could you imagine if I, like, held that against, a, like, another, let's say, I don't want to say a name, but let's say there's a bigger comic and mm-hmm. I opened for him or something. Even, dude, even if I worked with him, if he didn't remember, like, I worked with Ryan Sickler this week, right? Yeah, and if you if saw him in six from months, now, yeah. if I saw him and he didn't recognize me, that's so not his fault. Oh, but he definitely will because he'll see you and be like, Trey Pack, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That yeah. moment was truly just it made a giant chunk of people laugh. Yeah. And it was enough people laughing that the crowd was like, did we miss something? Really? That's Be- funny. Because, like, there's comics scattered all yeah, throughout yeah. watching Sickler yeah. in different parts of the room. Yeah. Upstairs, downstairs, all around the balcony, by the bar, over here by the sound booth. Right. There's literally comics dispersed everywhere. And then Brian Moses goes, give it up for Trey Pat. Oh, <laughs> and we're all like, ha, ha. <laughs> no fucking way. He called Darian Trey on this awesome fucking weekend on the last show of the fucking I thing. I know. And then- I know. It doesn't it's funny how many people think it bothers me too. Where it's like, hey, you guys all know this happens three times a day. <laughs> it happened it was even better because he tripled down on it. I know. And then he also told like, Ryan was like, What was the guy's name? It's like Trey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now Ryan Sickler thinks my name is Trey. Bingo. Yeah. But now he'll remember. I told Brian after. I was like, hey, that was Darian. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. I don't, I don't mind being uh, mistaken for Trey. We, we look very similar. Um, it happens less and less now that I'm wearing a hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we finally find we the reason something. for the hat. We found something. But uh, it happens less and less. But also, he's super, super funny, super nice guy. Like I, You know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. bother me at all to be... Uh, and it's yeah. something it's something that is going to happen the mm-hmm. rest of our careers. Yeah. Especially if we both make it. Dude, there's there's a whole people do that to Tom and Bert. People do that to Tom and Bert. People do that to me, Dylan Sullivan, and Tony that. Casillas. I had a guy message me uh on Instagram and be like, Hello friend, I very much love your joke about ranch. And I was like, I don't have a joke about ranch. And he goes, Yes, you have joke about ranch, they post on Laugh Factory page. And I was like, they put on that. And I went because he's speaking broken English. He's from like Georgia, the country, not the state. And I go to the Laugh Factory page and I pull up Dylan Sullivan's joke about. I know I need to lose weight because waitresses are bringing me sides of ranch I didn't ask for. Yeah, one of, it's an amazing classic Dylan joke. Right, and I send it to the guy. Yeah, and he goes, "This is you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dog, you. <laughs> you're looking at me. What is happening right now? <laughs> 
That's really funny. <laughs> he was just so out of You and Dylan don't look that much alike. No. Like at all. No. Wow. Yeah. Dylan's fun, man. Where's he been? I haven't seen him in a while. He was in Hawaii for a bit. Wow. Uh, and now he's he's in L.A. right now. Oh, really? Yeah. What's he doing out there? Just uh, He had some shows. Uh, yeah, I hit him up about food. Uh, and he was like, I'm in L.A. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he's thinking about. Man, I'm show. so bad. I was out. We we went out last night. So last night was a crazy fucking night. I can't say his name. Yeah. But yeah. a very uh, popular in the news celebrity showed up to the heckle mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, just to preface this, I did a show on fuck, Saturday uh, at the Wilco Center with Big Laugh, yeah. the adulting show. It was yeah. their five year anniversary. It was yeah. very cool. Yeah. Great space. Uh, Sam Lopez and Derek Poston were on it And I drove them up there Nice And so we're sitting in the green room before the show Kind of chilling, shooting the shit And then I was like Hey Derek, what do you do? What are you doing on Sunday night? Was, I don't know yet, man, what's up? I was like, you should come to Banana Phones The heckle mic And he's like Why should I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like Oh, it's just like the most fun thing He's like, I had a couple people invite me I just, like, I'm not into that And I was like Oh, but come on It's, it's so fun And then trying to explain why I love Banana Phone just makes me sound like a bad person. Well, so so explain how Banana Phone works. So, or I'll, I'll explain how it works, yeah. and then you tell the story. So, Banana Phone is a mic that happens every Sunday here, mm-hmm. um, and it usually has a pretty good turnout of audience members, usually mm-hmm. 30, 40 audience members, right? Which is a really good turnout for just a, a, open an open mic, mic right? Um, then the comedians sign up. You get, if you get pulled, you get one minute of un, uninterrupted stand-up, and then after one minute, there's a light that shines, and then... The 9-11 and, commemorative bell, they yes, ring it. Yeah, 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 right. So then, then uh, after a minute, everyone is allowed to heckle you and yell stuff at you. So mm-hmm. what it ends up turning into is almost the whole comedy scene shows up every Sunday night, just so each of us goes up, you do a minute of stand-up, you bomb, no one gets laughs, and then everyone just roasts you. Yeah. Um, so, last night, and I'll, I'll let you tell the story because you were there, because I, I was at Creek, mm-hmm. I left for 15 minutes and missed one of the biggest comedians ever just walking in and going up on this fucking mic. On that mic, of all things. because the one where you can yell at them, yeah. So, the, and, and this person, and the reason I can't say their name is because there's a lot of current controversy around yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can DM me and I'll tell you, but like, I just can't say it on here. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I know. I know. Well, the only reason I'm not is because Creek has asked us not to say. Creek it. has asked uh, us not to, and I don't yeah, want to yeah. piss off yeah. them. Uh, but so he shows up, and he walks over behind. So uh, right before Banana Phone last night was the competition, the Austin Comedy Competition that Adam Lucky uh, is putting on. Yeah, and unreal. Sold the fuck out. Yeah. Unreal crowd. Unreal. The judges did great. It was just awesome yeah. from top to bottom. But so they had a judges table. Uh, off to stage left. Were you there for the whole show? No. Okay. I just saw the last two. Right. I was on a, a another right, that's story. Right, that's right, yeah. That's right. I, I got to tell that story too. Yeah. Glad you said that. Um, but so we're sitting at this table to the side of the stage instead of front center where we usually are. Mm-hmm. But we had uh, just a fucking firing squad of Nat Rogachevsky, Candice Medina, me, uh, Jack Timmons, Matt Boyd, and Joe Begley. All just sitting around with microphones. Roasting. And people would go up, do the fucking minute, and they just whoop. And uh, so this person gets up there and goes up. And he's up there. And he's, he's like, I don't need a minute. 
I make $2 million a year, you know? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Wait, hold on. So who does he come talk to to get up? Because oh, the list is already pulled and everything. Correct. So no, so there's a bucket, and we're pulling five at a time. Right. He walks up and stands behind me and Candace. Yes. Because uh, Candace has been hosting. Yes. And he goes, hey, can I do the time? And she goes, mm, the list is closed. Because <laughs> she didn't recognize who it was. <laughs> and it was just a 10 out of 10 moment. And I'm like, no, Candace, that's... You know, and she goes, oh, and then she pronounced his name wrong yes. <laughs> on stage, nice. which is just the disrespect. Did he say he makes $2 million a year? Yeah. Wow. That's how he said it. He's like, I make $2 million a year. I need to fucking be here for y'all. This is a gift, you know, which was awesome energy to come it up with because then he fun. was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Because he was trying to piss us off to get some insults going. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So people fine. are like nervous. They're right. like, I don't know what to right. say. And right. then like a couple of the, you know, like retard ones that usually yell just nonsensical stuff. I can yell some nonsensical stuff, yeah. and then he fucking walks. Really? <laughs> Molly walks him. Really? There's an old uh, drunk guy in the front row uh, with his like trophy wife, who's 20 years younger than him. Mm-hmm. Probably used to be very good looking because she's still okay, and she's like 50. Okay, but this dude's old, like big caterpillar eyebrows, and he like drunkenly slurs something at. Almost said his name. Wow, that was close at the comic. Well, and we can we can uh, bleep his name out afterwards. Damn, won't do that. Dan won't do that on principle. Oh, okay. He's a libertarian. Cool. <laughs> uh, so and this dude just fucking goes in on this guy. And the guy keeps trying to say something. He goes, you shut the fuck up. Let me talk to your bitch. <laughs> and the lady's like, she kind of into it. She's into it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be too. It yeah, was I get it. awesome. Yeah. So that shit's happening. Uh, and then I hit him with... Uh, pretty funny one and then he hit me back with why your face look like I got stung by a thousand hornets because yeah, <laughs> I'm all red and laughing yeah, yeah pretty good nailed it uh, and then Matt Boyd just comes in for the fucking jugular yeah and it, it was so cool because the energy in that room immediately just turned a hundred people into a black guy that just saw a magic trick <laughs> like everyone stood up started moving locations yeah, like yeah. people were just oh yeah. oh just yeah, screaming yeah. the guy on stage is like fucking let's go like he's into it like it was just so fucking it was the the epitome the, we of can't what that say is the line but it's the best line ever i've ever heard I, I ever mean, un- and it just so because there's a lot of controversy surrounding this comedian currently and it i mean he just destroyed him <laughs> with was, one sentence yeah and it was just, and really all Matt did, he did it in a very clever way. The joke's very good, but like he, all he really did was just brought up the thing that everyone was afraid to bring up. Yeah. And, and, and Matt did it in his way. That's like, I'm not afraid to bring this up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it really felt like we all should have put Matt on our shoulders and carried him into the streets. Yeah. It did. Like the new king of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's so good at that stuff, man. Dude, it was fucking awesome. Um, but it, it just, I love the energy of roasting. When it's done uh, in good faith. Yeah. Like when you like when I'm saying the things that I'm saying to the people on stage, even sometimes when they're really devastating, I got Kelly Berger fucking murderously last night. He did his shit where he shout he shouted his whole thing. I don't know him. You don't know Kelly Berger? It's mm-hmm. burger time? I don't know him. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. He's like a uh, if you straighten Derek Dimple's hair. He's I don't know. You'd know him if you saw him. Dude, it's, maybe, maybe. It, 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 I can't believe I'm saying these people's names on my podcast. But, but, but. This, is, this, is, this is why you really shouldn't be going to Banana Phone every week. Yeah. <laughs> you really are too big to be going to Banana Phone. No. Every week. 
Yeah. No, that's not true. All that's right, not true right. at all. But, but, <laughs> but he kind of true. And he <laughs> shouted his fucking set with his cadence. And I was like, why do you sound like Hitler speaking English? And it's just fucking annihilated. It was because so, it, it was perfect. It, but stuff like that, I'm not saying that to be mean to him. No, I, you're doing it to I, the audience. It's for the audience. It's, it's for, for yeah. everyone's right, benefit. Right, right. And I treat Banana Phone like just fucking practice for roast battles and real heckles. Yeah. If someone is coming at me from the crowd or someone is interrupting in some way, I want to have the ability to look at them, size them up, and come out with not the first or the second, but like the third thing that's clever enough that everyone's like, oh, shit, he's in charge. Yeah. And you can do that with either the cleverness or the quickness. And if you combine them, so this is just the fucking combine for that. Yeah. I get to watch 50 people go up there and just pop, 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 pop. Agree. Yeah. 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 I get it. So I love it. Which is interesting because I feel like I tried to get you to go to it like a bunch and you never would. And then all of a sudden you went to like one and now you've not missed one. (laughs) I went to one and was like, this is the most fun thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, because there's also something like just extremely fun about sitting in the crowd and like there's a moment of silence and then you just yell something and the whole goes, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's cool. There are a couple people that I wish were banned from it. Yeah. And because, not because. Just because they're so bad at roasting, and they just keep doing it. Loudly. The whole, like, it's like, dude, let someone else. Well, and some of them, to their credit, some of the ones that are generally very awful, occasionally. Right, but it's not enough to justify. Bingo. Yeah. But, but, so I don't know. I, I love Banana Phone. It's, I like it because it's like a nice break from. It's just fun. It's fun. It's fun. You yell stuff. And but also all the comics are there. It's just a good hang. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just a good time. And it's all us kind of doing what we kind of really want to do during shows anyways, which is make fun of each other. Yeah. You, know? you get to be a class clown. Right. Exactly. That's what it is. And it's just like, oh dude, we're all the class clown. Yeah. yeah. And most <laughs> and of us were the best class clowns. Yeah. And now we're all in one room. Class clowning, you know, and the I mean? teacher is also a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's chaos. We're all gonna do it's absolute chaos. <laughs> the lunatics are now running the asylum, yeah. dude. It's fucking it's awesome. fun, man. Uh, dude, roast battle this week we was roast battle electric. Friday, Saturday, Saturday night, midnight show, midnight show, incredible. Brian Moses came out, unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, dude, that um, was cool. There were some great battles. Yeah, great. Battle, I felt man. bad because uh, Amy Shanker had to judge solo, like the first three battles. Yeah. And uh, that's all I have to say about her. But uh, oh, I love Amy. Yeah, I do too. I'm joking. Uh, uh, what Dan? <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, <laughs> Dude it, it's going to look so funny. So um, I believe his name is James. He's the guy that does uh, the Doctor Squatch soap stuff. He was in town, mm-hmm. uh, and he had a camera guy with him. So I came over to the creek to get that camera guy to film roast battle. Nice. So that we'd have someone filming it because yeah. I was like, "Dude, me versus Casey. That is ten fucking reels, dude. You that is that. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. such good yeah. content." Uh, and it, it, but when the content comes out, it's going to look really funny because there's a battle I did against Lucas McCrary that Amy judged. Yeah, and Amy tried to go in on me, and then I just went off on her. <laughs> and then Lucas started to chant, <laughs> like <laughs> it was incredible. That's funny. But now this time, Amy goes off on me again, and then I went off on her. <laughs> it's just decimated. Yeah, you did. That, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah, this part of it I think made you win the battle. Yeah. Um, someone actually told me that they're like, "You lost until that." 
That's why you won. It was the end. Oh, you lost yeah. the battle. You did have the best performance while you both were on stage, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. yeah, dude, it was the whole thing was just electric though. Casey is so much fun. So much fun. He, I adore that dude. He he came out. <laughs> it felt like he was giving me just like a fucking lob at the beginning because he came out acting sick with this like jacket on and everything. And I was like, are you going through withdrawals? <laughs> you know? And I said that, but the crowd murmur was too loud. Right. And nobody right. heard it. But then he comes and he's in his doctor shirt. And the roast doctor is in. Yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. great, dude. Yeah. That was fun. Me but, and uh, so I roasted Patrick. And, uh-huh. uh, I uh, I did not start. I, I knew that I needed to roast him um, for about two weeks. And uh, <laughs> I did not start writing until maybe two hours before. And, Hell yeah. Uh, and... Uh, uh, it was fun. It was a very close battle, and but uh, I I wrote I, I wrote good jokes, and then I had one that was like killer. Yeah, killer. We go through the whole fucking battle. We're like pretty even, and at the end, I don't know what happened. I just fucking forgot to do the closing joke, and then ended up losing. I literally because we ran our jokes by each other. Yeah, beforehand. But we helped write. We, yeah, 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 and yeah. we were helping each other, and so I knew that one was coming. So I was like. Oh, he's got this. Dare yeah. you finish him. I think I would have won. And someone was standing next to me. I was like, this next one is fucking disgusting. And it's I just went, that's such it. A, <laughs> and, then, and then you did your next joke, and I was like, I, I, I didn't, that wasn't what I was saying was good. That's yeah. not what I called good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose respect for me because of that. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> hey, that's really The funny. thing he was going to say was devastating. I know. I told it to uh, Patrick after we got off, and he goes, I'm fucking glad you forgot. Yeah. 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 That was so fucking good. Um, but, oh, do you want to say it? It's uh, uh, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick claims, you got to look at, you got to see what he looks like. Yeah. Get this, but Patrick claims to be a sex addict. Uh, in which case, I am a gymnast. That's <laughs> just fucking perfect. And, and he was also going in. He was going in so hard on the fat stuff that I think they were just about done with it. Yeah. And I would have fucking. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, he he did have an incredible comeback when you uh, talked about his girlfriend. Uh, bless your heart, heart. Or no, 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 heart, right? no. When he said you said that he lives in her shadow, and he yeah. said all of Austin all of lives, Austin in, your lives in your shadow. That was, was like, great. Damn, it was so was quick. Great. It was like, yeah, it was fucking good, dude. I don't. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, unbelievable. The uh, I forget how he worded, but the front pussy or front fupa back titties, front pussy back titties, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was good. You laughed so hard at that on stage, you could I tell know. you genuinely enjoyed it. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah I, did. I was having so much fun. That's my favorite thing about Rose, too, is when someone writes a really clever joke about me. I was me, more excited to hear his jokes than to do mine. Same. Yeah. With Casey. Yeah. The, the, Casey's joke about, uh, I tried to kill myself and I was successful, but the paramedics revived me by putting a pie in a windowsill, yeah. and I floated <laughs> back up to life. <laughs> Incredible. What was the other one that he had? Another one uh, where he called you like a fat fuck at the end. Yeah. And Casey's just not known for being mean like that. It was so crazy. <laughs> he said, You fat fuck. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the thing I also, I was really proud of myself because the roast that I wrote, I only had a couple good offense ones yeah. that were like set up punch roast. That was my opener and my closer. But all of my middle ones were made as defense because yeah. I was like, you know, I I know he's about to do some crazy shit. So I got to write something that's a response to that crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, like he pulled out his bag of sapphires and Sapphire. rubies. Yeah. 
I was like, why did you see all that Tylenol PM? That's you know, <laughs> and then the fucking, I had the vape thing in my hand and I kept pretending it was a remote. So every time he started doing his crab across the stage, was, right. he has a vibrator in his ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was fun. Yeah. But it was also fun to watch how he also had that. He was like, oh yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking cool. Do you don't remember the joke where he ended with the fat fuck thing? Do you don't remember what it was? No, the other one that I remember was that I, I jerked myself off on Facebook a lot. Uh, and then there, he brought up Louie. I don't remember how he did it, but I don't remember. God, it, it was yeah. great. He had a he had a couple um, that were. I mean, because Casey generally is doing a weird act thing when he's roasting. He yeah. had a couple this time that were just flat out roast jokes. That yeah. were so good. Yeah, so funny, dude. I cannot wait to watch it. No, uh, yeah, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, we got yeah. the the footage. Did they get mine too? Did yeah. You? So nice. that he got the last three battles. Were we the last three? Yeah. Oh no shit. Oh, it wasn't that long then, huh? No, it was, it was only like an hour and a half show. Dude, my favorite moment of the whole night, though, was Fuzzy roasted Cat. Yeah, Cat Ranzinski. Yeah, and Fuzzy was, for weeks, has been talking about one of his roast jokes. For weeks has been excited about it and thinks, like, it's going to change his life, yeah. right? I don't know if you remember this, but... I, if you tell me the joke, because I remember your response to it was yes. my favorite part of the night. <laughs> well, yeah, so <laughs> I'll do the joke. I'll do the joke. He goes, Cat, you're so boring that if God could watch your life like a movie, he would change the channel on your ass. Talk about... <laughs> and the crowd is silent. <laughs> I and they were, and what, what, it's not like it was going bad and then they were silent. It couldn't have been louder in that room 10 seconds ago. And some, it was like he said the N-word. Like, it was so... It, their response... Their being as upset they were doesn't even make sense how upset they were. Because it wasn't that terrible of a joke. But... It, and you could see in his eyes weeks of excitement just... Yeah, gone, <laughs> and he's stunned, and I couldn't contain myself. There's nothing more fun to me than watching somebody lose their mind. <laughs> you were standing next to me, and the thing that really made it is he started it with all of the swagger of that three weeks of just like exactly he fucking Ooh, about he, to get and it's made better by the joke he did previous to that is I'm not allowed to eat pork. Why would I fuck a pig? That was about great. her, and it. Open the fucking room. Yeah, the, annihilated. Like, you, me, Matt are all just, oh, yeah, in the corner. Yeah. The crowd is losing he the fucking money. I started to get worried about my roast. Yeah. That's how I was like, oh, this is a whole nother level today. So that fucking goes insane. And then he has that confidence and <laughs> that swagger, plus what he thinks is his best joke. And he goes, I'm talking about click, click. And when he did the fucking, he had so much into it. And then like, <laughs> What? And then the second after he saw the reaction and there was nothing, it's like you saw an eight-year-old finding out Santa wasn't real. I know. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, was... I thought he was going to go back to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> he just cuts her head off. Like, yeah, ah, exactly. Nope. <laughs> 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 Bitch got tattoos. She's yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was a great fucking battle. That was a great battle. What was the first battle? I missed it because I had to go find a camera guy. Was it Fergola and who did Fergola? Oh, was it him? Yeah, Craig was roasting. Fuck. I just remember it being very boring. Oh, well, I wasn't there. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah, I went to go try and find a camera guy so that we could film it. Craig is good though. Uh, I think Craig won, and mm -hmm. Craig is good. Uh, 
I forget who's against though. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a really fun night. We can't talk about perverts. I think we can. I I I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I will just say this: what Ava is doing is it's the most entertaining show I've ever seen, and it's ten dollars. It's once a month. Go and only go if you're willing to see some crazy shit. If you like the your mom's house heavy segments, yes, it's a heavy segment live. That's it exactly is. What it, it is. is exactly that. Yeah. It is very sex positive, and this last I don't know one, if it's, sex po- it's sex crazy. At this point, it's fucking bananas. Oh. Uh, it's I, literally fucking bananas. <laughs> almost, dude. Oh, it's almost literally fucking bananas. I mean. Oh, I, so I'm thinking about the thing that made me have to walk. I'm going to vomit. It, I almost puked. Dude, you, she, she walked comedians. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like, listen, during the he, during their, that, it's called the halftime show. Yeah. Right? So the pervert show is just, the setup, it's a, uh, uh, a stand-up comedy showcase. To see uh, who the biggest pervert is. Uh, I don't think they do it that way anymore. No, they do. They did the vote at the end on this one. Oh, they did? Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Anyways, but the the idea is it's but whatever that's a gimmick part. But it's a stand up comedy showcase where people go up. They do uh, they they're encouraged to do a lot of sex material or whatever. Um, very good show. Um, and the, they do this thing in the middle of it called the halftime show, um, where it's usually a performative. It's some sort of performative sex art, right? Is that, well, I think we can probably say a piece of this one because Ava posted it to her Instagram. True. That's very true. So. In part of this, um, there are two trans women on stage, and one of them uh, sucks a strap-on that's attached to a woman in the middle who has them both on a leash, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ava has a ball gag in and is playing the untrained person. Yeah. And then the person with the strap-on face fucks Ava yeah. until she vomits. Yeah. Profusely. Ten dollars. <laughs> that's what it was, and that's how they opened it. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> it, it ramped up. If you can believe that, it ramped up. But and and, and uh, what's crazy is a lot. Now this one was a little bit different. You can tell people were sort of uh, uh, they were sort of onto them in terms of they knew how crazy it was going to get. But I've been in that show where you could tell most of the audience didn't know that this was going to happen, and all of a sudden it starts, and people. You you start watching tables just like get up and leaving and people freaking and they don't know fucking how how to do it. Yeah, it's the I can't there's I can't speak more highly of it. It's yeah. the most entertaining thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It it it's so good that when people know that it's happening, like comics will leave. You were literally in the middle of hosting for Sickler and you came over so you could watch it. Yeah. And, like, almost miss getting back to get him off. Yeah. So I – dude, I fucked up. So I didn't even realize that perverts was happening. Yeah. I just came over, and then they were trying to make me put my phone in a bag. And I was like, no, I don't put my phone in a bag. Like, well, they made me, yeah. Yeah, I was like, Clay, I'm not putting my phone in a bag. Yeah. Like, go and ask the owners. Why yeah. would you? Why would I put my phone in a bag? He's like, I asked them. You have to put your phone in a bag. I was like, fucking okay. Yeah. And then it was that. And I was like, oh, and th- yeah. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Because people will take videos of that, and that will get them in trouble. But yeah. Wow. Just wow. So go to Perverts. Go see it. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, I wish – I want to tell – I actually I, – I've told the story a few times, and I, I crushed Ellen it, so I, I really want to do it, but it's – I can't – I don't want to say what the show is, but I don't – I mean, listen, look look at me. I don't even know how to it's, – <laughs> it's unfucking believable Yeah. It's it's unreal. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum from Unreal, uh, 
I, I don't want to say a, anything. I like first off, I thank you to Lil God for putting the show together. That's his name, Lil God. Uh, so he's a rapper from Canada. He's on tour with a couple other rappers. A rapper from Nashville mm-hmm. named Booty Gum. Oh yeah, is on tour uh, with him, and so they they've been touring. And so they did a rap and comedy showcase last night at Independence Brewery, and the idea of rap and comedy being together works great. They're very complimentary arts. They're usually interested in one another, and the word choice and all that's important. However, energetically, and from an audience standpoint, they could not be more different. Like, how if you're an audience member at a comedy show, you're going to be sitting, paying attention, laughing, absorbing. You are not, like, a, a part of the show as much as you are an audience member. But in a rap show, like, you're encouraged to, like, dance, sing along, like, scream, like, you know, chop it up, like, sing Like, that's, it's a much higher energy. So... When you do comedy and music, you got to do comedy this and then music. Delta fine, boy. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. But what they did instead was they would do rap, comedy, rap, comedy, rap, comedy, Tough. back and forth. So I get there, and the first guy that's on stage is Booty Gum, and Booty Gum is uh, he's got like the same build as me, but he has his hair dyed pink. Uh, up and he's wearing a pink shirt <laughs> like and some, some jeans gum. and uh, pink shoes and he's explained his name is Booty Gum because he eats that booty like it's gum. He's the number one <laughs> ass eating rapper. Okay. And so that's his thing and, and, he, and he has like a couple of like bars that are about like my dick is really hard and like it's funny and cool but so I'm watching this guy perform like really go all out and then we look, he has 22,000 monthly, 22, monthly listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow. Is yep. that a lot? That is a lot. Okay. That's a whole lot. That's a, that's a good number to have. Like, okay. that dude's making a living off of music. Okay. Uh, and tour. And, but so he goes up and he's doing that, and then he says, you know, I'm so comfortable with you guys, I can just take my pants off. <laughs> he takes his pants off. He's wearing, a, like, a tulle skirt, like a pink tulle skirt. And uh, then he I takes... you meant the band. No, <laughs> no, T-U-L-E, I think no, is I how you spell it. But it's the frilly shit. Then he takes his shirt off. So now at the end of this, there's just a dude with no shirt on and a pink skirt and pink hair just rapping about crazy shit. Yeah. So like, whoa. Whoa. And then Monford goes up to tell jokes. <laughs> and bless his heart, because oh, Lil God has not produced a comedy show before or hosted one. So I, I don't think that it like clicked in his head. But the way that he introduced Monford was he said... Yo, this next guy, Monford Davis, he's fucking funny, um, or he might bomb. Nah, he won't bomb. All right, make some noise for Monford. <laughs> it's just like, wow. whoa, okay, okay. So now everyone's coming down off the energy of Booty Gum to Monford's delivery. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I got, I've got a couple jokes I'm thinking of. I'm wondering how they went. Yeah. All right. Uh, so he, he does fine. Okay. Uh, and then a guy goes up named Kid Carrillo. And I, it's on the while we're talking about Monford, I got a text from him. Hold on, I got a uh, message from him because I saw pictures of that uh, of that show on his story. Uh huh. And I replied to it. Uh, oh, there's a comic on it. I, I don't want to say his name. There's a comic on it that was on it that 
I'm fascinated by, right? So I just I, I said his name to Monford and had a smiley face or whatever, and then Monford said he bailed. I followed Booty Gum, <laughs> which I didn't know that was a person. So yeah. I thought that amazing. Yeah, and I said, "Hi, that's amazing." And then the next message I got from him, he just said, "I walked a black woman." <laughs> uh, he he did say he. Uh, if he doesn't stop coming, these big booty Latina bitches. Yeah, I love a that warehouse joke. job. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's <laughs> I love a that joke. Great joke, but you could see like four dudes there that were like, "That's my life." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Like, no, dude, not cool. <laughs> the joke, the joke about finger black girl coming out with acrylic nails. He didn't do that one. Oh, that's so funny. I don't think. I also uh, like kind of zoned out. Yeah, uh, I was just like, "Wow." He makes me do that too. Well, it, it wasn't about him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so then Kid Carrillo goes up and he's a younger Mexican guy and he goes fucking hard in the paint. He's a, like a actually very talented lyricist, but he's kind of that like angry rap. Mm. So very different vibe. And he's got like one of his songs. It's an absolute fucking banger. Uh, it's, but it's like, I don't need your fucking feedback. You know, it's like, I got this shit, I don't need your feedback. And it's, he's killing it. And we're all just hyped, and then there's, like, a big group of black dudes that have showed up that are over on the side, and they're going hard. And then for his last song, Nick Sipaglia, who's up next, goes up and then starts dancing with him on stage and, like, vibing and, like, getting into it because he's going to go up next. Yeah. He's like, this will be a cool move. Yeah. Uh, but Nick didn't time it correctly, so he was dancing for too long. So by the time he started to set, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Nick. <laughs> it's so funny when you watch a comedian. I saw somebody do it on Kill Tony last week mm-hmm. where uh, Tony called their name and uh, they were outside or something like that. And instead of just calmly walking, they sprint, dead sprinted freaking out. And then they jumped on, like they made it performative. Like they jumped onto stage. Did they eat shit? Uh, no, they didn't Damn eat it. shit. And then they stopped like that. But I could tell as soon as they stopped, I said, that was a mistake. Watch this. And as soon as they started talking, they were out of breath for their whole minute. Yeah. Because it's only one minute. Yeah. So for their whole set, they they couldn't talk. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Anyways. No. It's a common it's a weird common thing for some reason. You see what there, I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, not just there. I feel like you watch people make that mistake all the time. Yeah, it might. Maybe I'm just more. Maybe I'm just more. I think I'm probably more sensitive to it because I get out of breath easier than people. <laughs> it's a bigger problem than it is for most. Guys. Now I'm just realizing this is about me. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you just slowly have that realization oh, was awesome. Super- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking but, of that lyric, you said, "Can I? Can I?" I, I was listening to this metal song the other day, mm-hmm. and it has the funniest opening line to a metal song I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Hold on, let me, hold on, let me play it. Can I play it? Yeah, I think so. Or just say it, so we don't get like DMCA strikes. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, I can't say it. It's not funny if I say it. You have to listen to it. I'll play it for you later. All right, play it for me later. What's the name of the song? Misery by Bye. Vended. Okay. The funniest opening line to a metal song. Perfect. Uh, but so Kid Creo goes up, and then Nick Spagley goes up, and he does his jokes. But he starts to get into it after he's like catching his breath, and he's good. And then the next people that go up are EC Main and YC. And during Nick's set, EC Main has started kind of talking back. And uh, he's a funny black guy, so he's got like that energy yeah. to him. And he's a rapper, so he's pretty quick with it. And so they kind of get in the back and forth, but you can tell that Nick doesn't want to be mean. Right. This guy. But then he goes up and he raps and they do their set and then I'm after them. So I go up, 
I was supposed to be doing 10 is what is on the flyer thing. Uh, and then, so I'm up there and I realize I've been up there for like 12 minutes yeah. and I haven't gotten a light or anything. And I'm like, I think I remember seeing other people get a light. I wonder if does he know to do a light. Well, God, how much more time am I doing? <laughs> you know. But during my set, EC Main kept coming back and saying stuff to me. And I was like, all right, well, then we're going to just treat this like crowd work. <laughs> did, so did he have a, he had a mic? No. Okay. He's a very small that. outdoor venue oh, okay. and he's... Yeah. As close as Dan is. Right. So, but, so it's very fun. So then I leave there to go to Banana Phone. But, man, what a, just the vibe of that show is so funny because it, it felt like I just bombed my face off. If I had that same set at a comedy club, yeah. I would drive into traffic on the way home. Right. It was just like, there, some of the stuff got the new queso joke I'm doing, crushed. Yeah. That did great. That got everybody to laugh. But even with 100% of people laughing pretty hard, it was still not that loud. Yeah. And it wasn't anywhere close to matching the energy of when the rap songs were playing. Right. So it was just like, oh, fucking, this, why do I do comedy? You know, like, but uh, it's just an interesting thing. And then to get to go and do the banana phone afterwards, just, mwah. Yeah. It was so good. Um, I was listening to a song on the way here. Oh man, you are yeah, dude, I'm Delta four hundred. Yeah, dude. dude, I'm fucking no more of those before podcasts. Yeah, what? that's so talk. funny that they they're not even that strong. No, that's so cool. I wish they were like doing that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't feel like talking now. I'm sorry. Well, I wanted to ask you this because you uh, and Trey have, no, have mentioned stuff a couple times. Yeah, but you play a lot of poker. Yeah, and you're good at it. Yeah. Uh, and I've experienced that. I played a game of poker with you once, and my problem with poker is that I have no patience. You played with me? Yeah. Where? I uh, played one game with you at Rob's old house. Oh, okay. Not like a real, it was like a house comics game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not at a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't go there because I know it's just whatever money I bring has gone. Yeah. I'm not going to win money right. at a poker place right. because I am going to get bored. Right. And, and then you're well. I and then I'm like, well, let's well, excite Mike. Let's bluff. <laughs> God damn it! Oh my oh no. God! Damn it! What the hell? Fucking damn! What was what your question? I'll just repeat it into the. I have never gone to a casino and grinded it out for seven hours. I will go to a casino and I will put $20 into the video poker machine because they told me that's the easiest way to drink for free. And then I will just do the minimum bet. And I get bored. So I just keep fucking hitting it and then the money's gone. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's, not, it's luck. And when it's a yeah. video game like that, I feel like they can just lie. Well, that's a well, yeah. Well, that that's a losing proposition. Like, mm -hmm. even if you win... Over time, you you will mathematically you can only lose money putting money into a slot machine or a video poker machine. Whoa! Yeah, take that, Las Vegas. Just turned you on your head. You probably didn't know that. Um, what? <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. You can only you can only lose money on those. So what can I win money on? So well, poker <laughs> dances poker so fast. Well, poker so poker is the one game that you can play. You never want to play against the house. The house always has uh, uh, the odds in their favor. That's how mm. they make money. Play right? against the apartment. Right. Play against the basement. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> so retarded. We're genius. So dumb. Uh, oh, play craps and bet with the house. Yeah. So what? I don't care if they hate me. I'm getting money, motherfucker. Right. 
You can hate these bands, bitch. <laughs> I shouldn't gamble. This is why <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be, yeah. I'm going to get shot. That's what's going to happen. Poker, though, is the yeah. one game that you can play. You're playing against other players. You're not playing mm-hmm. against the house. So mm-hmm. um, your edge co- or your advantage comes down to your skill against theirs. Mm. Um, but that's also the hard part because the you don't even have to have skill because you can luck into some stuff. Yeah, for sure. But also, but, but that's the way that's the way poker works, right? So you're just trying to get your money in when the odds are in your favor. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win the hand. Yeah, you could. We could be in a hand and go, and the flop comes out, and we. I have a set of nines, and you have a set of fours, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, ninety percent of the time, ninety-five percent of the time, I'm winning that hand. But there's still a five percent of the time when you're going to spike a four mm-hmm. on the next two cards. And Ooh, you're gonna win. spike a four. That sounds so. See, this is why I like poker because when you right. start saying the right. cool right. little slang, the jargon, you're like, oh, spike a right. four on the turn. Right. Don't mind if I do, Daddy. It's called not being. You don't want to be results oriented. So you don't want to. You don't want to look at the results of a hand, mm-hmm. uh, and then base your play based on the result. You want to. You want to base your play just on the math. Right. Whoa. So I'm never gonna like if you shove all your money in right on on that flop. I'm never gonna fold, even though there's a chance I lose the hand. Because your the numbers are so heavily in your favor, exactly. And if you do that over time, yeah. But over time, over time, that's always a winning proposition. Correct. Um. See, and so that's why I can't do poker because I don't want to play over. Well, here's the problem: I get bored too, Uh right? And then I start doing that with hundreds or thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's why it's interesting to me because I know you well enough. There's no way you're sitting there for six hours just like. The math checks out. Nope. No math here. Yeah. Oh, math again. You know, like it's yeah. definitely at some point you're like, <laughs> I am a very, I am known as a very gambly, very splashy player. Is what they say. Spl- I'm, oh, I'm you throw there. your chips at them. I throw the chips in there. I'm in there with a lot of weird and dumb hands. Yeah. Um, but that creates a lot of action for me. Yeah. People will play with me and they'll gamble with me, which means that when I do have a really big hand. The money's going in, and I'm more than likely going to get called, and I'm going to get paid off. Because you're fucking crazy. Right. So if there's somebody else at the table, and they never play a fucking hand, and all of a sudden they're in a pot, I, f- I don't care what I have. I fold. Yeah. Your hand's too strong. I don't, you don't, I know. What is that called? Uh, the, the, it's I, a knit. A knit? A, well, no, not, that's not necessarily a knit. But a knit is a word that describes somebody who won't gamble, or who, who will fold strong hands, um, uh, unless they're like super right unless they have killer. the nuts right yeah. they won't call you unless they have the nuts yeah that's a knit so the nuts are when you have the guaranteed winning hand Correct. on the table and uh so i read in like fifth and sixth grade the world so for me i guess that's what 2003 2004 yeah around that time the, world series of poker right. starts to explode money maker it, right it's on espn yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's talking about it all of our parents are playing it and talking about it, so the kids are getting into it. And I bought Doyle Brunson's, like, How to Play. Super System? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah like it, was, it was in, like, a... It wasn't even, like, a book. It was in, like, a binder thing. Yeah. That I bought it at Barnes & Noble, and I read that, and it taught me about, like, foxes and nuts. And so all the terms that I remember at all even vaguely came from that. Yeah. But just having that little bit of knowledge versus my friends, yeah. I would usually do good. But yeah. then you'd run into some people where it was just, like, in their blood, they were such a good gambler. Yeah. And I remember my friend Brian was that way. He would just fucking take all of my money every time. And then I would be like, well, I don't want to be a fucking, I think he called him like a stone or something like that. But someone that doesn't ever play unless they have the nuts right. was, was his thing. And yeah. and I was like, well, I don't want to be that, but I don't want to be too crazy. And, right. and 
man. There's so I Gambler, don't even. Sure I never got into the math. Are the though. most interesting people on the planet. Mm. The way that they live their lives is the most interesting. What what around that era, mm-hmm. Poker Stars was big. Yeah, and I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and I racked up a few grand there. Holy yeah. shit! But then they shut it down, so I lost all the money. Oh no, <laughs> that fucking sucks. I had Pacific Poker on my computer. That was the one I used. I, had, I don't know that one. I, I had a couple hundred bucks those. just yeah. playing. Yeah, I loved that there are so many not. Uh, hold like Texas Hold'em's just one, but there's Pineapple and Omaha. Omaha uh, PLO is the most fun game in the world. PLO is Omaha. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, po- it's called Pot Limit Omaha. Okay. Um, it's the most fun poker game, most fun card game in my opinion. But it is also the most variant, so it's like the most. It's the hard, uh, the hardest to win a lot of money at versus losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, it's so really, exciting. It's so exciting. So. Uh, that's where you have four cards in your hand, but you can only play two of them. Right. And then it's just a t- traditional flop, right. turn, river. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the, my favorite is PLO double board bomb pots. That's where we get to go. Dude. All right. All say right. more. What, is that, what does that even mean? So it sounds like I'm ordering where, at Waffle House. That's where. <laughs> okay. So a bomb pot is a pot where um, instead of uh, there being any pre-flop action, mm-hmm. everyone puts in the same amount and you mm-hmm. go straight to a flop. Whoa. So that forces everyone to play whatever hand they have. Mm-hmm. So anyone could have anything. You have mm-hmm. no information about... That's awesome. Okay, so that throws off the math even more. Right. Awesome. All right, so that's a bomb pot. Then it's a PLO bomb pot. So you've got four cards, right? Uh, and you play two in your hand and then three on the board. Mm-hmm. But you've got two boards. And Whoa. you're playing both boards. Can you mix boards? Yes. No, no, you can't mix boards. Okay. One so board is one to... board. The other board is one board. But you can use any of the four cards in your hand on either board. To make the single best possible hand? Right. So, oh, wow. It gets wild. And so many of the... So, so much that's of... how you keep yourself entertained, is oh you start playing shit like that. Well, so that's, really what, that's really what it is. And the, the, the card houses here are brilliant with this, mm-hmm. and they fucking know what they're doing. All their tables are set up so that... Um, like, I think at... Uh, it's different at each one. The way they do it at the Lodge, every 30 minutes and every dealer change, you have a double ward PLO bomb pot at every table. Whoa. So it's hold them the whole time, and then every 30 minutes you play one hand of Double War PLO Bomb Pats. And those those pots rearrange all, all the, the chips whoa. every 30 minutes. Every, because those pots get so big, and everyone's got such strong hands that everyone's all in. Um, so just every 30 minutes, all the chips on the table are going to one person. That's so cool. So, yeah. That's what keeps me entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like it gambling will always find a way to keep you. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it's like for me like I I get bored so I just lose all my money and I walk away. So they got my money they win. But I'm not like when I'm in Vegas, I have no temptation whatsoever to any of the casinos. Just, but for me it's also just not it's not I've realized that it is not just the gambling. Like I, I am a I'm a good player. Um I, I do uh, uh uh I'm a profitable player so I make money when I play. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but I have noticed there's a certain camaraderie at tables even at the even at the card house. I mean, there's nothing like a really big home game. A really big home game is the most fun you can have doing anything because a lot of times these are going to be your friends or people you know really well or people you, I played in home games back in in Tennessee mm-hmm. where it was the same. It's it, for a lot of those were like tables where it's the, dude to spend the same fucking 
15, 20 dudes rotating out at this table every Sunday night for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's just a certain, and then, then all of a sudden you have a big night. Everyone brought thousands of dollars with them for some fucking reason. And now we're going to duke it out in the middle of a Sunday, right? And there's a certain level of shit talking and just fun mm-hmm. to be had. And then the, the football game's on. Everyone's got bets on the games. It's just like, it's just chaos. It's just so much fun. That uh, is just a degenerate paradise. It's exactly. Everyone's smoking and, and drinking and yeah, drugs, cigars. Nuts. And then all of a sudden it's 4 a.m. One dude's asleep at the table. He's got $15,000 in front of him and he's got his cards in his hand and he's dead asleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you're trying to win his money. Still, you're still like, there. Wake Why up. are you still there? Wake up. Wake up. Wait, Jorge, let's go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> call. You yeah. want to call? <laughs> Yeah, it's so dumb. We're uh, playing reverse poker. That two seven's the best hand. That's your royal flush, yeah, bud. Yeah, but it's and then that starts happening too, especially at home games. All right, let's start playing triple board, PLO, ball pods. But this time we're not betting till the river. <laughs> <laughs> just how can I excite myself? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing, man? Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you guys want to play twenty thousand dollar coin flips, <laughs> and then but then you find different games. I, there were games every night, uh, home private home games every night in, in Tennessee. So it was kind of like open mics where you mm-hmm. go on Wednesdays. You know, Salinas is open, and then on on Tuesdays it's Mexican Dave's, right? And uh, and I should not have said both of those people because they're real. But <laughs> 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 but um, uh, so I I don't know. It's just like it, it fits. It's I don't know. It's just it's so much fun, dude. And uh, and then you have games that you know are sort of more silly and fun and might play kind of big or small or whatever. And then you have games that you know uh, this one's not a fun night. Mm-hmm. This one's like a real fucking. We gotta work. We, this is a working night. You know what I mean? Um, and then the shit talking at those games are like that. That's the. Oh, I bet. That's where it gets scary. We're like, all right, guys, let's just chill out. You know. Dude, I think um, on our first episode together, we went like an hour and a half. What are we at? An hour? Oh, oh man, look at yeah, that. Yeah. I'm always right around 50, dude. I'm like clockwork. Um, I, just, I could talk forever about this. It's so interesting. Yeah. We got to wrap it, though. I got to go. No, no, you can't leave. I'm holding you hostage on the podcast. Uh, I got to go, Vulcan. Okay. Um, but we've left them wanting more, I think. Mm, yes. I think more is what they desire. Uh, well... We'll be back next week uh, with a guest, and you'll be back over, over there. there. Yeah. Uh, but this was very fun. There, I feel like there was one other thing that we wanted to talk about. Man. Uh-huh. You got a new podcast coming out of your own. Yes. Yeah, this week we're going to drop the first episode. It's called Off the Phone. Mm-hmm. It's uh, me, Fuzzy, and uh, Mikey Biggs. And uh, what is the premise of this? Uh, it's a, an, an R-rated educational podcast. So we uh, take a subject every week, and uh, we basically teach a lesson on it, and uh, and then just riff and make jokes about it. Oh, interesting. Should be super fun. Good. Yeah, our first our first episode is actually on gambling. Oh, how about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to have you on to do cannabis. Oh, yeah, that would be fascinating. Yeah. I know things about that. Not really, but we'll have somebody else teach us, and you'll be a good person to make fun of it. Oh, yeah, I would yeah, love someone that, to teach us. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. We're, okay. we're going to have Patreon. We have got a couple of experts coming on that Big Laugh has set us up. Uh, with in the next few weeks, um, and then those are going to be released as Patreon episodes. Sick! So it's going to be a whole cool thing. So Very cool. Subscribe and uh, look out for that. Well, we've got a Patreon starting for Highly Social as well. All the really? episodes will be in the nude. So <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, well, this has been Highly Social. I'm your host, Mike Eaton, Darian Irwin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Love you. Guys. Uh, until See next, you next week. week. Also, the celebrity was. <laughs>